Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So, you know, without giving away too much, let's run down the candidates of this weekend and see who had the best weekend across all sports here on the Daily Tip. MVP Monday. All right, we'll dive right into it. Good morning, Chelsea. Good morning, Jinx. Nominee number one for MVP Monday. Naheim Hines returned to two kickoffs for touchdowns, and the Bills' 35-23 win over New England opened up that game with a 96-yarder and then had a 101-yard return to the game, helping the Bills clinch the number two seed in the AFC playoffs and eliminate their rival in New England. Nominee number two, Jacksonville's Josh Allen. No, not the Bills quarterback, but the defensive player for Jacksonville. He returned a fumble 37 yards with 251 to go as Jacksonville rallies to beat Tennessee 20 to 16. Jaguars clinching their first AFC South title since 2017, and they are headed to the playoffs. They will host the Chargers this coming weekend. Nominee number three, Mark Gronowski, the South Dakota State quarterback. Ronowski threw three touchdown passes, ran 51 yards for another score as South Dakota State wins its first ever national championship with a 45-21 victory over North Dakota State. Ronowski missed all the 2021 season with a torn ACL. So a pretty good comeback for him to lead them to their first title. By the way, it was also the first time that North Dakota State had ever lost in a national title game. Nominee number four, Jason Sanders. The kicker for Miami, three for three on field goals, including a 50-yarder with 18 seconds to go, sending the Dolphins to the playoffs. He also connected on two kicks of 37 yards earlier in the game as they win it 11-6 to in an awful game. They still get the win and go to the playoffs over the Jets. So, Jenks, I'll start with you. Who is your MVP on this Monday? I'm going to go with Hines. Is that the obvious choice? You have to. It's the only choice. It's the only – but here's the thing – if you strip away the emotion surrounding it, which is very difficult to do, right? But just from a pure football perspective, we haven't seen two kickoffs returned in a football game in 12 years. That hasn't happened since 2010. So not only do you, yes, you have the emotion of DeMar's presence there in that stadium, everyone thinking of him. You have a guy do something that hasn't been done in more than a decade, and you have it happen in a spot where the Bills needed this win. Let's not overstate the fact that, or understate the fact, the Bills had to win this game to make sure they had the highest possible seed in the AFC playoffs. And because of that, if they face the Chiefs in the AFC championship game, 
and won't have to go on the road now to Kansas City. If they keep winning out until they get there, it'll be played at a neutral site. So everything came together for a performance like this. I'm going with Hines. Yeah, you say take the emotional factor out. I don't think you can. Like, these are humans we are talking about. So, yes, by itself, oh, sure. this feat of running back two kickoffs for touchdowns is something that we don't see anymore. Like, think about the electric kickoff returners that we used to see in the NFL. Now it's almost been negated because the NFL's trying to, you know, lean on player safety, and they've tried to kind of eliminate this position. But still, you cannot take emotion out of these humans. And what an emotional moment. People are going to remember this moment for years, for decades, because it was so electric. The fact that this was the opening kickoff, and here's the thing, you do not experience the highs in life without experiencing the lows. And what a contrast. You know, the last time these Bills players were on the field, they thought there was a chance that their brother, their teammate, wasn't going to make it to take another breath. So to even get on the field was a triumph for this Bills team. And then for Naheem Hines to take it 96 yards to the house on the opening kickoff, easy MVP Monday for me, even if it was just one touchdown. None of these other teams, none of these other players hold a candle to what we experience in that Bills and Patriots game. So Naheem Hines and also probably the Bills team as a whole, MVP Monday for me. Yeah, I'm making a clean sweep and go with Hines. And it's not that I feel bad for the guy because nobody's paying attention to it anyway, but the quarterback for South Dakota State. Oh, that's no, a I know. Huge, oh, come on. It is huge. No, oh, it is Chelsea. huge. It's a championship. He won a title after missing an entire season. He tore his ACL. He comes yep. back. If he's playing for any other team in college football, this is a giant story. And everybody talking about what a great thing. He came back from a torn ACL. He led his team to their first ever national title. He beat the team that had never lost in a title game. Their rival from the North in North Dakota State. But because he plays for South Dakota State, nobody's paying attention to him. And because this happened over the weekend with the NFL, nobody's paying attention to him. He had a remarkable game. He would be my MVP if it wasn't for what happened in the Buffalo game. And it's not even close. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if he threw for 1,000 yards. And it doesn't matter if he plays for the University of Georgia in the college football playoff. No story and no stat line is going to compare with the emotion. Because that's the end of the day. Like, when people feel something from a sport that exceeds, you know, the stats and the numbers, like that's always going to take precedence over some like, uh, you know, sportsy type of performance where you just put up big numbers. Well, yeah, I agree this to was a point. This was emotional, though, because he was coming back from a torn ACL. He didn't yeah, watch a guy almost die on the field. Well, no, uh, no one is comparing that. Like, no one's saying that, but also, like, no, no one is implying at all that anything compares with that but if you're talking about great stories there's no question this is a guy who by the way when he tore his acl it was two years ago in the championship game so he was right. playing for a national championship tore his acl in that game they lost that game then he goes through a whole year of rehab misses the entire season then he gets back to the championship game where he tore his acl originally and gets a win over a program that has never lost in that spot so no one's comparing it to what happened on the field. No one. However, if you're looking at guys who had really great performances over the weekend that will get completely glossed over, this is definitely one. Well, I'm just saying that it just pales in comparison to that type of story. It's almost like the night that this all unfolded for the Bills with DeMar Hamlin didn't 
Donovan Mitchell score 71 points and nobody talked about it just because in the news cycle, it meant nothing in the grand scheme of things. Was it impressive? Hell yeah. 71 points in the NBA. Nobody hardly does that anymore, especially in a win. It's just a matter of the news cycle. Well, yes, true. But also I would say that dropping 71 in a regular season game is different from two years full of rehab when you tore your ACL in a national championship game. Like one night in the NBA is a lot different than going through a two, two and a half year process, like rehabbing your knee and then going back and winning a title. Doesn't compare. None of this is going to compare to what DeMar Hamlin went through. It's not even close, not in the same universe. I understand all of that. But also I don't think it's fair to just necessarily say, oh, what this guy did, forget it. It's like, listen, this guy had an incredible journey, and I appreciate his journey to get back in that spot because personally for him, I can't imagine ripping up your knee when you work like hell to get to that moment, and then you have to wait two full years to come back and do it. So I'm just saying he deserves a little more credit than he's given. I think he deserves some credit. It's just he's not going to be in the stratosphere of you know the news cycle just because the the things that unfolded in that Patriots Bills game were otherworldly. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from six to nine Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.